Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. I am really looking forward to these next few episodes where I'm going to read it through and maybe with a few comments here and there, but I am going to read through the book of Galatians. I may even venture out and read it in the Amplified Classic, the Message, and the Passion Translation, because I believe that repetition is so very important. And when God says in Jeremiah 23, 29, he says, isn't my word like a fire that will burn up everything that wouldn't make it through the test anyway? And isn't it like a hammer that can break the most stubborn resistance? Oh, my friends, the power of his word. It is great that we comment on the word. It's great that we read other books that take us into the word of God. And and it's like having a five-fold, you know, um, teaching gift, right, that, that speaks to us when we read these classic books that often I do on here. But there is nothing that replaces the reading of the Word of God. So I make no apologies for sharing these episodes with you here in these early days of 2023, that we might just let the purity of His Word wash through us. So incline your ear, my friends, and listen to his voice in his word and let it literally ignite you in the days that you're in and the days ahead. Love you all. All right, here we are, Galatians 4, in the fullness of time. (laughs) I love Galatians 4. I love it all. Can you tell? Sometimes when we try to act like, oh, this is my favorite scripture, and then we're like, well, actually, it's one of my favorite scriptures. (laughs) Uh, But to be at Galatians 4, now that we uh, understand the voodoo has to be broken off of us out of Galatians 3, this spell of goodness, this bewitching that we've been under, right? It continues on and begins to really, as it did in Galatians 3.26, it said, by faith, we're all sons in, in Jesus Christ. Come on, let's get into sonship and begin to live unto the Father as who we are. Quit letting the enemy divide and separate and isolate and bring us into elitism by trying to know ourselves by all these external distinctions, by our gender, our color, our this, our that. My, 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 how the enemy seeks to divide. But the Lord has united us as one, right, in Christ. We all share in the same life. It's who we are inwardly in spirit. And so Galatians 4 begins to address that again. And I want you to listen, pay very close attention to verses 4 through 7. And Uh, This is just so fantastic. So let's just continue with the reading of Galatians. Starting with verse 1, I'm reading this time out of the Amplified Classic. Now what I mean is that as long as the inheritor, the heir, is a child and under age, he does not differ from a slave, although he is the master of all the estate. But he is under guardians and administrators or trustees until the date fixed by his father. 
So we, Jewish Christians, also, when we were minors, we were kept like slaves under the rules of the Hebrew ritual and subject to the elementary teachings of a system of external observations and regulations. Verse 4, But when the proper time had fully come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born subject to the regulations of the law, to purchase the freedom of, to ransom, to redeem, to atone for those who were subject to the law, that we might be adopted and have sonship conferred upon us and be recognized as God's sons. And because you really are his sons, God has sent the Holy Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, Father, therefore, you are no longer a slave, a bondservant, but a son. And if a son, then it follows that you are an heir by the aid of God through Christ. But at that previous time, when you had come to be acquainted with and understand and know the true God, you Gentiles were in bondage to gods who by their very nature could not be gods at all, gods that really did not exist. Verse 9, Now, however, that you have come to be acquainted with and understand and know the true God, or rather to be understood and known by God, How can you turn back again to the weak and beggarly and worthless elementary things of all religions before Christ came, whose slaves you once more want to become? You observe particular days and months and seasons and years. I am alarmed about you, lest I have labored among you and over you to no purpose and in vain. Verse 12. Brethren, I beg of you, Become as I am, free from the bondage of Jewish ritualism and ordinances, for I also have become as you are, a Gentile. You did me no wrong in the days when I first came to you. Do not do it now. On the contrary, you know that it was on account of a bodily ailment that I remained and I preached the gospel to you the first time. And yet, although my physical condition was such a trial to you, you did not regard it with contempt or scorn and loathe and reject me, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus himself. What has become of that blessed enjoyment and satisfaction and self-congratulation that once was yours in what I taught you and in your regard for me? For I bear you witness that you would have torn out your own eyes and given them to me to replace mine, if that were possible. Have I then become your enemy by telling the truth to you and dealing sincerely with you? These men, the Judaizing teachers, are zealously trying to dazzle you, paying court to you, making much of you. But their purpose is not honorable or worthy or for any good. What they want to do is to isolate you from us who oppose them so that they may win you over to their side and get you to court their favor. It is always a fine thing, of course, to be zealously sought after as you are, provided that it is for a good purpose and done by reason of purity of heart and life and not just when I am present with you. My little children... 
for whom I am again suffering birth pangs until Christ is completely and permanently formed and molded within you. Would that I were with you now and could coax you vocally, for I am fearful and perplexed about you. Tell me, you who are bent on being under the law, will you listen to what the law really says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the bondmaid and one by the free woman. Verse 23. But whereas the child of the slave woman was born according to the flesh and had an ordinary birth, the son of the free woman was born in fulfillment of the promise. Now all this is an allegory. These two women represent two covenants. One covenant originated from Mount Sinai where the law was given and bears children destined for slavery. This is Hagar. Now Hagar is and stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia, and she corresponds to and belongs in the same category with the present Jerusalem, for she is in bondage together with her children. Verse 26, But the Jerusalem above, the Messianic kingdom of Christ, is free, and she is our mother. For it is written in the scriptures, Rejoice, O barren woman, who has not given birth to children. Break forth into a joyful shout, you who are not feeling birth pangs, for the desolate woman has many more children than she who has a husband. But we, brethren, are children, not by physical descent as was Ishmael, but like Isaac, born in virtue of promise. Yet just as at that time the child of ordinary birth, born according to the flesh, despised and persecuted him who was born remarkably according to the promise and working of the Holy Spirit, so it is now also. But what does the scripture say? Cast out and send away the slave woman and her son, for never shall the son of the slave woman be heir and share the inheritance with the son of the free woman. Verse 31, So, brethren, we who are born again are not children of a slave woman, of the natural, but of the free, the supernatural. So there you have the reading of Galatians 4. There will be other readings of Galatians 4 and comments to come on the next episode. Enjoy the word, my friends, and let the truth roll through you, oh, in the most powerful way. We will talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.